Pretty nickel. Timeless vibes. You probably last ain't heard this. We said it was gonna be more consistent. We lied. <laughs> if, <laughs> that was the last thing we said. Though. Literally, we lied big time. But Dang. me and Chaz have literally been going through new jobs. He's been on vacation. I'm pretty much trying to get my work schedule together and also enjoying times with some vibes. It be that way sometimes. It but be like that. We here, we here, finally. We're going to give you guys the long-awaited future episode where we will I've been waiting die. for this episode. Like, I know we've, we've both been waiting, so it's just like, we we giving it to you guys. We're going to dive into God of Toxicity, me as first deacon of Free Bend Baptist Church. We're going to go oh, into this. Band. Chaz is like the assistant choir director of Free Band Baptist Church. So we, we out here, man. We out here. So we are qualified to talk about the Lord and Savior toxicity and just ignorance and everything regarding music this past decade. So we're going to talk yeah. about future. But also, before, I got to tell you something about my album, though. Oh, shit. Albums. <laughs> Albums being pushed back for another year, dog. Oh, you you you, you pulled what Dante did. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know we got the same manager, so yeah. So you, I was like, when I, when I saw Dante do it, I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't be mad if Chaz do that. So what? You just gonna turn uh, what you're calling to an LP or something? Well, um, direct season. Yeah. Well, I can't. Well, I don't know. What do you think? I should, well, we'll talk about that later, bro. Yeah, we'll talk but about I, outside. I, I really here. need See? some advice because it's, 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 really, it's really tough what I, right now. Yeah, because you got it's literally a bunch of music just. Well, then again, it's already all singles, so. But it, we'll get to, we'll talk about it outside it. See? Yeah. You guys got breaking fucking news about this man's musical career on this podcast. See? <laughs> First like, hand, man. I'm sharing everything with y'all, bro. Exactly. But we will talk business behind the scenes shit after this. And all of that. But let's get into what we've been listening to. Uh, so, for me, uh, this morning, actually, I finally uh, started listening to uh, ESTG, Established G, whatever the fuck his name is. I don't know what it is. But I've been hearing, everybody been saying he's the new hot uh, drill, I mean, not drill, trap artist and all of that. I haven't gave dude a listen yet until today. Cause somebody was talking about a song he had with Future and uh, Thugger, and I was like, "Okay, this is my introduction." <laughs> oh yeah, this is a this is my introduction to folks. Wait, is that the guy who signed with OVO? ESTG? No, I don't think so. I don't think it was OVO. Uh, it was a new dude who signed with OVO. Remember that song that came out with Drake on it? No, no, uh, that's a different dude. That's an entirely different dude. 
What's his name? I don't know. I don't know. But uh, ESTG, uh, I believe he's from Atlanta, I believe. I hope, who knows? We'll see. But uh, he dropped a project, I think, a month ago, probably. But yeah, but the song I heard was uh, Lick Back Remix. We got Future and Thugger on it. Future verse on that hard. Pause. Him and Thugger go back and forth on it, which is really decent. But ESTG is really decent. This is a short ass album. It's like only fit, 15 songs, but in like less than 40 minutes. So it's very concise. Thank you, my nigga. Uh, but it's really fucking good. Like I like it a lot, so he's gain. He's gonna slowly gain me as a fan, cause I need new street niggas to listen to, cause I just need some real ignorant shit to drop off niggas packages in, you know. But uh, <coughs> so I've been. Li- you said what? I, I laugh. Hey, because you probably the only Amazon driver that I know that'll do some shit. I ain't never seen that before. Like I, I be That's literally different. walking up. I be literally pull up to niggas' cribs, music just blasting. G, it was, <laughs> I, even though I almost had to cuss this one white lady out. G, because this was what Tuesday, and she she said something fucking smart, and I was like, she said, just he's walk, he's just music just loud. I'm like bitch, shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh my god. Like I, I could punch your package up the roof right now, motherfucker. Oh, Damn. it was the people you was you was delivering to. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. Like, like, I would have literally <laughs> punch your shit, nigga. Damn. That's funny. But yeah, so I'm like, I really do be pulling up nigga shit loud as hell. I'm like, damn. <laughs> I'm like, this is a little too loud, but hey, it keeps me sane. And it Man, gets me into I'm a rhythm. Pretty, I ain't never seen that before, bro. Hey, funny. the worst thing they ever did was let me get a uh, Bluetooth and aux, uh, <laughs> Bluetooth and the aux. G, that's all I need, and I'm and I'm literally pulling up. But anyway, I hope my uh, I hope my company car got a uh, aux or something. Hey man, just or you get a new radio, but that's a different story, different day. But uh, but yeah, so I've been listening ESTG. What else I've been listening to? Uh, Weekend, of course. Future, of course, for this episode. Uh, I feel like I. Uh, last time we recorded, uh, Young Blue dropped his album. I listened to it in full. It's really good, really fucking good. Um, he's a lot more talented than I give him. He got a song with Jeezy that's really fucking good. Um, the song he got with her is really good. The song he got a song with John Legend that oh, that was the intro track, fire. Like it's a lot of good songs on here. Um, so shout out to him. He also got a song called, uh, it's the uh, ending track, it's the outro track with A Boogie called Ghetto Lovebirds. If he, that should be, after he gets tired of pushing uh, Your Mind Still with Drake, he can push that song and that will that will get a lot of buzz to me. But yeah, um, so those, and then just letting my shuffle just cook pretty much. Um, so yeah. That's why I've been listening to. So, and of course, your unreleased shit. A lot of your unreleased shit is a lot is a huge vibe. So, appreciate it. Yeah. Um, honestly, with me, bro, I ain't been listening to nothing other than what I've been sampling. So I've been listening to a lot of Janet Jackson, uh, a lot of Sugar Hill, um, a lot of 
freaking Marvin Gaye, a lot of a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Uh, um, I'm just gonna say right now, we're not getting that Marvin Gaye shit cleared. <laughs> nah, I mean it's pretty much just to just to make something. It's oh, nothing okay. I'm really trying to release. Oh, I'll have to say, bro, we're not getting. Yeah, that's, that's not getting cleared. <laughs> you I know that nigga family don't play. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry, but I gotta do it. Um, I, I respect it. Other than that, I checked out the week the the weekend's uh, new stuff she's releasing. Um, that track Sober from Donda that Kanye and Weekend just released. That go crazy. But with that being said, I realized I had like a epiphany because I am in like a I'm having a kind of like writer's block. I wouldn't even say it's writer's block. It's more like vibe block. That's kind of corny, mm-hmm. but that's the best way I can describe it. It's like I can write something, but I'm not feeling it. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And I realize it's because I've been making all this music, and that's all I've been listening to is what I've been making. I haven't been really listening to nothing other than myself. So it's kind of, I feel like it's crushing my motivation, my inspiration. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I'm not gonna get too deep into that. But I'm gonna just start. I'm 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 I'm, I'm gonna take a break away. I'm finna I'm uh, contemplating taking a break from uh, making music. It's gonna be very very hard. Um, but I'm gonna take a break from working on music just to open my mind up to other inspiration and not feeling like I have to be focused on me all the time. And that you know, mm-hmm. looking at other stuff is taken away from me on my grind. You feel me? Yeah. Um. So, you know, even before the podcast started, I was like, dang, I ain't got nothing to talk about. That That's kind of what, but I was thinking about this earlier today, but it kind of like reassured me, like, you know, I need to, I need to take a step back and just, you know, go out, experience something and listen to some stuff, open my creativity back up. I think I burnt myself out. That's probably what it was. Probably. Which I said was going to eventually going to happen. Yeah. I, I said it, so... <laughs> But uh, so hey, I understand it be that way. But let's go ahead and get into news. Uh, let's just go ahead and get the baby shit out the way now. <laughs> Cause uh, so even though it's still it's still kind of out there, it's still a relevant piece news piece. The baby has pretty much um fucked his career over. It's the last time we recorded. He has outright fucked his career over. So at, he performed that Rolling Loud. It is music festival season. Even though COVID is really coming back with a vengeance and getting niggas up out of here. Artists included. Uh, so the baby doing his Rolling Out performance. Uh, he was just doing random stuff to get the crowd involved. You know, what rappers are supposed to do. But some stuff you just... The stuff he said was outrageous. Pretty much yeah. really outrageous. You, you, it's nowhere around it. And it was, un, it was unnecessary. Very unnecessary. Like, if you just just say, put your phones up in the air, blah, blah, blah. Just think of some random shit. Like, you know, like, hey, if you, you know... You enjoying yourself tonight? Put your phones up in the air, blah blah blah. You know, if something it don't gotta it could be cool, but it don't gotta be what he said. Just put it yeah. that way. Uh, so he's doing that. So he proceeds to say, and I quote, 
If you wasn't sucking dick in the parking lot, put your phones up in the air. <laughs> now, at the time, I ain't going to cap. I laughed. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed. I ain't going to sit there. I'm like, okay. I laughed because I'm like, nigga, that makes no fucking sense. And it was, I, at that time, I'm like, there's no way he's... I don't think he's attacking gay niggas. But also... Yeah, like, I, don't, I don't think it was like a um I don't necessarily think it was a homophobic like bigot attack. Yeah, what it wasn't. You know what I'm saying? That it was that, more so, that wasn't. <laughs> yeah. It was just, it was it was an inappropriate thing to say. Yeah. It was like it nigga that sounds too to personal <laughs> and specific. <laughs> like too personal, right. too specific. And it's like you're nigga, trying to you're trying to indirectly reference somebody in hopes that they hear that. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Exactly. I'm like Yo, bro, like, what? What did you see? <laughs> like, who, did, who did you have an altercation with before? Exactly, you like, yo, bro, <laughs> like, huh? So <laughs> that pretty much got blown up, and then I think somebody. <laughs> so then, post, and I, like, I think somebody did take it as a, yo, is he attack? Is he being homophobic? What is he attacking gay niggas? And then post in an interview, he states, no, I'm talking about them niggas with AIDS. Yeah, yeah. But like, <laughs> why? So it's what's like... The, what's, the, what's the point? What do you have against people with AIDS? I'm pretty sure Magic Johnson is somewhere like, come on, bro. What I do to you? <laughs> Magic Johnson is somewhere like, come on, bro. So... Ah... <laughs> uh, so funny. now, at this point, you pissed off the LGBTQ community. You you, you pissed them off. Because yeah. now you're saying gay niggas and AIDS. Because you know how sensitive they are. It is. But also, the stereotype. Ain't those, this is a old-ass stereotype. And I'm surprised niggas still believe in it. But I, re- I remember that the baby's from North Carolina. He is from the mm-hmm. South. Mm-hmm. Ignorance, mm. like the South is still pretty much three decades behind in a lot of aspects of American culture. So, yeah. so this, so he says, "Now nah, I'm talking about the niggas with AIDS." It was like, "Yo, bro, huh?" So everybody's triggered. I'm enjoying the off day, <laughs> scrolling on Twitter. For me to see Elton John, who I don't follow on Twitter, put down a a very well in depth think piece where he mentions the baby and says he does not approve of what he says, and then makes a think piece about how HIV AIDS and the, and gay people are should not like that that stereotype is very false. Yeah. Yeah. Elton John, I don't think I didn't even know he had a Twitter <laughs> until that everybody day. Got, everybody has a Twitter. Everybody right. has a Twitter, you're right. But I didn't know he had an active Twitter account. Yeah. I didn't know that either. So, In fact, I, at first, I didn't even know it was from Twitter. I I was like, yo, like this nigga went on, like it, he could have went on Instagram did one thing, but this nigga went on Twitter so he knew what he was doing. Yeah, it was, so, it was it was purposeful. Going on Twitter, it got, it got some meaning behind it. Exactly. It's like, oh, yeah. So, 
Elton John says his piece. So why is Elton John such a big deal why he's saying this? Elton John is kind of like, I hope this don't sound insensitive. He's the flagship, he's the flag bearer of the LGBTQ community. He's like one of those people where it's like, he is like their hero, if that makes sense. Yeah. He, he's one of the faces of gay, of the gay community. So it's like, oh shit. And Elton John's also one of the biggest musical acts in music. Biggest. Yeah. Like, he's like probably a top five face. Ever. And we're talking about ever here. So, you fucked up. Because, <laughs> so, niggas is like, yo, Elton John spoke. So then after that, Dia Lupa, Dia Lupi, Lupe, whatever the fuck her name is, she has a hit song with the baby. She immediately t- takes his version of the song off streaming services. Took his verse hey, off the everybody, song. Everybody started making money moves, bro. Everybody yeah, got at, to make Like, uh, <laughs> oh, who, uh, that clothing service, Boo Man, dropped him. Yeah. <laughs> and then slowly and steadily, it's just like, yo, like, this nigga fuck, mon- fucking up the money. Then Lollapalooza weekend comes. His day, literally the morning of the day, where it's like, I think he even tweeted, hey, Chicago, whop the bam. Now, this thing with Lollapalooza in Chicago, our mayor is gay. <laughs> mm. She's a black gay woman. Proud. And proud and open. The fact that I'm gonna I'm, I'm give Lori Lightfoot credit for this troll act because she let this nigga believe he was about to perform and he said, nah. <laughs> they they let they said, hey, Thugger is going to headline today. Shout out to G Herbo, he moves up a space. Shout out to them. They did. They thug Dizzle. At this point now, it's looking really fucking bad for the baby. He proceeds. I think he loses another sponsorship or whatever. And he proceeds to then make a... His PR people finally took kicked in and said, Okay, I tweaked. I apologize. Wop the bam. And then he took a bet. And then he proceeds to delete the post, I think, two, three days later. So with all that being I'm, said. I, I was, I'm confused. Because I thought it was genuine. I ain't going to lie. I, I did. I, 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 sometimes you can just, t- I, maybe it's just me. Because I have media training. I could read PR and know when it's. No, I know they, they did a form. But I'm yeah. saying, I'm thinking it was like, okay, maybe he's going along with it. You know what I'm saying? Let's see what this do. Yeah. But then. It, I could just tell. That was a curve. That was a curve ball. I ain't going to lie to you. It was. I didn't expect that. I mean, it was like. Wild, bro. You know what? I think he's. I think it's the whole. Cause, cause let's say he does apologize and then just be like, I'm sorry as hell. And you know what I'm saying? Now we're going to go from there. Then the whole scandal is over with. You know what I'm saying? Kind of. Because, like, he already did it. We already know it. He apologized. His career is kind of, it's like a it's like a, a bump in the career. But let's say he didn't apologize. Then all this bad publicity could keep going. And, you know, they say, oh, publicity is good publicity. 
Yeah. And, you know, when they was like, I forgot who said it, but they was like, the baby is going to come back stronger from this. You know what I'm saying? I kind of see what they're saying. I don't necessarily agree with the, you know what I'm saying, with the whole process, but I see what they're saying, though. And I think he's going for, like, you know, I'm going to stand on what I'm saying. Y'all going to see me as the bad guy. I don't care. And it's going to work out some kind of way. And the reason why I highly disagree with that, highly, is okay because this is where I was about to get into not we also got to remember that he also pissed off black women with the Meg situation as well with that and then consistently pretty much siding with Tory Lanez and also possibly and also this dumbass also probably is about to get Tory Lanez in jail for violating a restraining order so that's still on the table. We don't know what's going on with that. So he, it's like it's not even just you pissed off gay niggas. You pissed off black women. <laughs> like y'all. Are, so it's just like that's two fan bases. Even though I'm pretty sure it wasn't a lot of gay niggas. I was like, hey yo, I listen to the baby. But when the baby entered the pop scene, like you have, like he was in the pop scene. Yeah. In there. There, you 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 got pop artists, B ninety six ass niggas. Listen, listen, making music with them. You was pretty much arguably hip hop's new big pop star in a way that isn't Drake, you know. Even though I'm like I don't know how the shit that happened, but it is what it is. But you was he was positioning himself into that world. Mm-hmm. Most of pop B96 world top 100, that fan base is white, gay, black, well, women, primarily women. That's the that's the fan base. Pissed off women, black women specifically, pissed off gay people. Pissed off gay people. You pissed he off pissed white off, people. He, he pissed off a lot of people, bro. He pissed off a lot of people. Uh, yeah, so... Like, I, I, I'm saying I wasn't saying like like I said I, I don't agree with the whole thing. No, no, no I get what I'm you mean. That's what that's what I was about to get to. Why I don't think he's going to come back bigger. It's not going to because we're going to use Chris Brown as an example here. <laughs> yes, Chris Brown. Chris, no, hold on, hit me out. Chris Brown was <laughs> well on his way to being literally an international pop star. Now, Chris Brown has done an amazing job still being relevant in that scene, but he's not as big as he's supposed to be. Like, Chris Brown, we supposed to look at Chris Brown, not not to say, like, I know the Michael Jackson stuff pisses a lot of people off, but that's as almost a Michael Jackson-like type figure. Light, 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 light. Like that type of figure, not to say that he's go, he stands up to crowds and and uh, women fall out, men and women fall out, but like how we view Justin Bieber. There we go. I think that's how people view Justin Bieber as like this mega pop star was where Chris Brown was supposed to be. Now Chris Brown is just a pop star, but he's not a mega super pop star. That's what I mean. Now the baby was entering pop realm. 
Now yeah. you now you just stuck. Now he's still gonna be relevant as a rapper, regardless, because it's just like, hey, rappers toxicity. You can't really just cancel a rapper, really. But to me, and once again, this is just me speaking. Nigga, musically ain't that good enough for me to give a fuck about him. Either way, cause his shit doles out because he doesn't do nothing new hasn't done nothing new or at least refreshing let's put it that way refreshing okay. he's still gonna be relevant as a rapper regardless like you, you have them the, the the openly homophobic niggas the closet homophobic niggas or the I'm gonna support a black man as niggas yeah he's gonna have fans regardless. yeah he's gonna have fans regardless so it's not necessarily he's going to f- fall off the face of the earth. No. But he's going to it's going to be a, for him it's a drastic fall off from being uh mute like he was headlining a lot of music festivals this summer in fall to yeah, bro. You you're probably like on the second second not even the second, third, fourth row on them music list now. The yeah. festival list, which is a huge drop off in terms of money. Uh, so that's what I mean. Like, yeah, he's gonna be relevant. It's gonna be a minute for people. Like, but once you fuck up that pop bag, you fucked up. <laughs> you fucked up big time. So that's what I mean overall. Like, no, I, I, like, I feel you. Yeah, I feel you because he definitely was there. Like, he was he like was two there. steps away, bro. It was gonna be big, especially because festivals came back, mm-hmm. and like you got a breakout. Art- no, I don't want to say breakout artist, but you got like a, a fairly new artist. You know what I'm saying? Everybody hyped the festivals back. We got good headlines. It was teed, bro. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I don't know what was going through Buddy here when he did that shit. Dude. I don't know. But, like, I think I said it on the podcast, outside the podcast, countless times on social media, where I said, because you got fact that this nigga is still a hothead. Like, he brags about murdering somebody from Walmart often, even though now it's been, came out that uh, it was more in that that he just outright just murdered and it wasn't in self-defense, as he claims. Uh, and it was also a child, a teenager. So that's wild in itself. But nobody's taking that news seriously. But, like, I saw it. Um, he also has a history of, like, he hit a woman in, <laughs> in during a concert for touching his leg or something. I forgot. So Yeah, but wasn't that, like, an accident? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, okay. Still. You, you, you know how people are. They're going to bring up everything from the past. Yeah, like, I know. But it's, it's happening. But I'm like... Oh come on now, we're not gonna over exaggerate everything. Yeah, not like, I don't mean like over exaggerated, but he has a history of kind of be, having hot head ass moments and yeah, also yeah, just yeah. punching beating niggas asses, even though the Cam Cohart beatdown is hilarious. I will I will <laughs> I'm not ever gonna turn turn heel on that. That is yeah. a hilarious moment in history. Cause he beat that nigga ass. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that was funny. But I mean, essentially, I mean, like, yeah, he a high head, but like, it's just about being, it's just about balance, man. Exactly. I, I don't think. 
Because you can't. Yeah, I mean, when you if, if if you're not famous, you could do that type of stuff. But when she like your music career is different from like working a nine to five or like uh whatever the case may be. It's like you are your career. What you do affects your career. So you gonna have to make way more sacrifices in terms of your celebrity career than you know a regular job. Because anything you do could could affect it, make or break your career. It can make it go in this direction. It can make it go in that direction. You know what I'm saying? At the same time, you know things happen. People are crazy out here. We we get to situations that are, we gonna have to either defend ourselves or make you know. Uh, haste decisions or whatever and that's you know cool but like it's a balance of knowing when to do something like that when it just be like you know what I'm gonna just walk away you know what I'm saying this is being it's about, it's about being smart but the whole now, hand punching a female that that, I, that was a whole accident bro yeah I ain't finna sit here and say this man is just out here randomly punching <laughs> punching women with you know how men's knuckles look, bro? Like, bro ain't out here just <laughs> just giving these away for free to females, bro. I don't, I don't think so. I mean, you know, but it it was very uh, it was an unfortunate accident. Uh, but yeah, I just feel like he needs to. I don't like telling people what they need to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, people can do what they want to do. But in terms of like just being smart with his career, you know what I'm saying? Because I kind of do like to do, um, just just be smart about you know what you do and how that affects your career. Like you ain't untouchable, you know. You got all this money and everything, but like once the people just be like, hey, we don't want to fuck with him no more. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be that. Pretty much. So. But it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting to see where things go. I just think Buddy just fucked himself over in a lot of ways. Like there's a difference between making millions and then just making a hundred thousand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, this is what it is. You went from hey, I'm making millions and shit to you know, I would love to make a hundred thousand easily. Yes. Give me give me that. But if I'm his his team, his manager and shit nigga <laughs> so yeah. but let's go ahead and move on uh to donda kanye has been doing a lot when it comes to this shit so <laughs> uh he's living in the atlanta falcons uh football stadium and hopefully he realizes time is ticking because football season start is actually starting as of this weekend as in the preseason so my nigga released the fucking album but also, Kanye has also supposedly re- re- removed the baby from the album. So, oh snap, he did. Yeah, I believe he did. Because <laughs> the uh, the second release listening party, they said he took him off. So I don't know how true it is, but if he did, prime example of you fucked up. <laughs> um, wow. So, wow. But yeah, so okay. Kanye has been doing a lot when it comes to uh on the release it's technically supposed to been out two weeks ago or three i don't remember two weeks ago it didn't come out it was supposed to come out this weekend it didn't come out it was supposed to come out monday it didn't come out now i'm saying august 22nd and we just don't know and if i was drake just drop certified lover boy 
just just fucking drop it. You don't yeah. like just do it because <laughs> the it's making me believe that Kanye is trying to be a troll and all of that. Now at this point, but also I know this nigga Kanye does not know how to properly drop an album in the streaming era, as well. Life of Pablo was a weird release. A very weird release. So, with that being said, this nigga it has pro- is probably still well into mixing and mastering this project and probably still take it in verses, for all we know as well. Um, but yeah, like, I'm, like from, this is from me listening, the beats sound nice. I don't really care about what Kanye is talking about. And if this point in Kanye's career, I don't give a fuck about his uh, rap, his MC work now. But if he's going to give us A1 production and other niggas rapping, singing, or whatever off of it, I'm all for it. Because production-wise, and this is just hearing off the phones and shit directly, sounds very fucking A1. Yeah. Very fucking A1. I that uh, li- that listening party gave me Michael Jackson vibes, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. When this dude said he used the uh, closest thing to Mike, yeah, believe this man. I'm saying, believe this man. Until I see bitches falling over and grown men literally in tears. Look, well, there's <laughs> probably grown men probably was in tears, but I, I don't think there's no women falling over at the side of Kanye West. Remember that that Michael Jackson video that we always post where he's just standing there, just like a statue, not even moving. Don't even like he's breathing. They are. And Muggs is dying. Fainting. They got to get taken out in stretches. The stretcher killed me. I ain't going to lie to you. Gee, I'm sorry, G. If I, if I ever go to yeah, a concert, when they, when I see they, somebody getting taken was... out by a stretcher. <laughs> I already told God, like, look, I ain't. That's that's too that's 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 too much pressure to try to top that. Just just let me get my let me get my millions. Let me get my fan base. I'm cool. Mike can have it. <laughs> like, no, like that Man, is. If I do end up being that big, that'd be cool. I ain't, I'm just making a joke. But like, that's just crazy. How that's just crazy. How one person can have that type of effect. Like, but Kanye's show. there though, and I don't really, I don't necessarily think that it has to be like, oh, women getting taken out on stretches, and you know what I'm saying. It's more of the the impact. Yeah, now when you say impact, then yes, but it's even then, the Mike was a different breed as well too. I don't so. think I don't think nobody be crying and passing out for a rapper though. Hell no, that'd be weird. <laughs> I think it's just because he's a rapper, but I feel like I feel like I feel like he up there, bro. I feel like he's, he's yeah. it, it, I want to say he's up there with Mike, but he's three t- He's a tier below. <laughs> this man played one note on the piano, and the crowd went crazy. Name somebody who could do that, bro. One notes on the piano, bro. Prince. Everybody knew who. Okay, Prince. I ain't, okay. Obviously, Prince. Prince. Uh, but that's people, what I'm saying. For white people, I'm throw Elton John in there. Phil Collins for white people. I'd take a guess, but in terms of like rappers, yeah, I get yeah, I get that Kanye, yeah, I give exactly. that exactly. Is that's what I'm trying to say, man. 
Yeah, I, for, in terms of rappers, I get after Kanye. Yeah, he's probably at that level. Yeah, I give him that. But, um, but yeah. So we don't know when Donda's dropping. It could probably drop after I fucking after we get done recording this podcast. For all we know, we just don't well, know because right this now. man keeps changing things. I'd rather him do what he did with Life of Pablo and just patch the album as time goes on. He don't he did do that. He patched the album, bro. Even even though there's some of the original versions of some songs I prefer, like the original version of Wolves is still way better. The original yeah. version of Fade is way fucking better. Like people be in the car and I play Fade and they like, hold on, which version is this? The better version. <laughs> That's what it is. Wait, the better there's, version. There's a better version of Fade? I have the OG one. I thought I you probably lost it. Well, I know, but I have it in my Google Drive, so I could just send it to you. But that's the version, the OG version of Fade is way fucking better, way freaking better. Um, but hmm. it's just if you like the music video and seeing Tiana Taylor just gyrating shit, then hey, it's <laughs> different. But but yeah, so I don't think we, there's nothing else to really add about Donda, honestly. <laughs> Unless you want to add anything, because uh, the outfits, yeah. So Kanye West out here looking like he a member of the God Hand. <laughs> Yo, what if Kanye was watching? <laughs> what well, he was out here watching? Well, <laughs> Berserk. Berserk, watching Berserk. <laughs> I mean, peep game though, because the Berserk came out in the nineties. Uh, no, I mean like while he was. Finishing up the album, he's watching. Berserk. I know, I know, because think about uh, stronger. That was like that was, that was based mad, off Akira, uh, right? mad Akira references. The yeah, whole video, hella Akira references. So you never know. You really know when it comes to Kanye West and his uh, inspiration. You never know. Agree. Freaking, it was a uh, new slaves. The ending of new slave. Like, I want in this high. Not this time. I was like, this sample was so cold. And it reminded me of something. I don't know. It reminded me of something. But when I looked up the sample, it was this German song. It's just like, how did you find that, bro? What did you know? The thing when is, you- when it comes to producers and some artists, you just have to have an extreme, especially producers, and you love to sample, you have to have a very deep interest in music you can't just be like oh yeah i'm just gonna listen to nigga shit you know because or like that producer page that be finding all the samples a lot mm-hmm. of those like i just be like yo some niggas just too cold at this shit if you could just get inspired by like one little thing and be like sampling that <laughs> yeah so, okay so. that's kind of how it is for me okay because i forgot Half the stuff I don't even be knowing, but like, um, Sick, if you remember Sick, that song is sampled from this, it's like a Japanese type instrumental or something. It's like random music. And that's, that's why I know, that's how I know, like, it's amazing to me when I think about Kanye West and his samples, because me being a producer myself, it's kind of like, I can understand his process to an extent, you know what I'm saying? Because you got to a completely different creative process than I do. But just 
having a love for music and sound and what different samples can make and even mixing one sample with another sample it just opens the door you just start you just start discovering just a lot of new music new artists you know what i'm saying new instrumentals and stuff like that different ways instruments could be intermingled with each other and so the better i get with it and the more i learn just thinking about just the stuff that he's created and how he's created it it just gives me a more of an appreciation of it you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i hear you but yeah like gotta get a man credit where credit is due so shout out to kanye whenever you decide to drop the album hurry up i'm still gonna fast forward the most of his verses because i i just don't want to hear that man rap in 2021 honestly i'm just keeping it very real and honest <coughs> bless you but let's, let's go ahead and get into our future timeless talk and i know this is a long time coming future has had a huge impact on my life i know on your life me personally musically future is one of the best one of the goats of our generation whether you love it or hate them if if you just can accept the fact that this is one sick toxic nigga it be that way but future is that nigga when it comes to this music shit yeah for sure easily one of the best and that's somebody who's always in a rotation always always like it's with ease like like i i have no shame when it comes to future like like my man's because just consistently does work g that's the beauty of it so let's go ahead get this shit on the road uh nevadius willborn born 1983 known as future originally known as me head i believe what's me head what's his original name um I don't know how he didn't instantly get irritated with that. I don't know either. That that's just a weird ass name. Like just the fact he like he woke up and said me here. <laughs> like nigga. Huh? Man, I would have been instantly like, nah, don't call me that unless you want to get slapped. Yeah, I was like, come on, bro. But uh Future started musically in the Dungeon family, which is huge. If you don't know who the Dungeon family is, that is where that's like a big musical collective music house in Atlanta uh, with like that has a lot of where a lot of southern rap funk soul influences uh, people like Sleepy Brown CeeLo Green Goody Mob Outkast have came out of Goody Mob I mean out of uh, Dungeon Family so that just shows Future's talent in itself because in the influence and all of that because like hey that nigga's a very great talented musical nigga yeah. So, shout out to uh, so Future just being part of that just shows why he's where he's at in his career. Um, I believe Rocco played a huge role in uh, fi- finding him as well, and like they did a lot of music in early on uh in Future's career mixtape wise and shit like that. Uh, the first time we all heard Future was Rax. <laughs> I believe that's the first time where we all heard Future. Was on racks. That was the first time we all heard Future. Probably was racks. Racks on racks on racks. Well, with YG. 
That wasn't YG. That wasn't YG. Braxton no. Rack wasn't YG. No. No, not YG. Not the uh, Compton YG. The other, the other one. Hold on. Who was the other nigga? <laughs> uh, YC. Huh? His dude's name was YC. YC. Yes. Oh, I thought it was YG. I'm like, that's I'm like, nigga, what? <laughs> <laughs> but allegedly, according to Future, he sold that song off to dude. Oh. That was originally a Future song that he Future just sold off to him. So that's you know. uh, interesting. In it. That's a very interesting moment in itself. Um, in regards to that story with that song, uh, so like I say, him and Rocco was doing a lot of shit. Mixtape wise, he has a lot of fucking mixtapes early on. Uh, his first mixtape was 1000. I never bothered to listen to it. I'm probably scared to listen to it. No Mercy, never listened to it. The first Dirty Sprite was pretty yeah. good, actually. First, first, yeah, the first one, the first Dirty Sprite, the OG, the mixtape was pretty good. Uh, we went in on there, was good. Watch this was decent uh rax was on there of course uh upper echelon there was another song on here it was something else but those are like notable tracks then he dropped two true story i'm trying to remember what was on true story give me a second shout out to that piff for uh keeping all these shits together uh tony montana was on there okay yeah, so Tony Montana. What was else on here that I liked? Long time coming was out decent. Out the mud was decent. Future was the first first rapper to talk about out the mud, and this was like 20, 2011, Just so you niggas know, put respect to my boy name. Uh, then we had a free bands mixtape. A lot of those are dangerous to listen to. I'm good on listening to. He had a mixtape with Gucci that I never ever will probably listen to because why the fuck would I want to listen to that shit in 2011? Uh, Streets Calling. Uh, I feel like something was on Streets Calling. Hold on, let's check and see. Uh, and this is like 2011. So he's dropping a lot of mixtapes in 2011. This nigga's working hard as shit. 2011. Um, 2011. Like I'm still in high school at this point, so I really wasn't even checking for future like that. Nah, I that was around the time, uh, same damn time that I dropped, right? Because that was the I, first future song I heard. The same damn time. The first future song you knowingly listened to. Yeah. Oh wait, Streets Calling was fire too. That had same damn time. Made myself a boss was fire. Can't make this up. Running through a check was fire. Uh, going to the moon, never be the same. Unconditional love is a very underrated future. Uh, love, tra uh, toxic love track. And yeah, like yeah. So streets calling was really fucking good. Then we had another free band tape. I don't give a fuck about astronaut strat status. So this is twenty twelve. So so. When did Pluto come out? Yeah, I was just going to say, uh, same damn time as when I was like, oh, snap, hold on, dude, dude, extra code. And then Pluto 
that's when I really started like actively listening to him consistently. Yeah, Pluto. Because Pluto I, had itching on that, right? Yes. Yeah, it was Pluto. The first, the first version of Pluto I actually listened to was Pluto 3D, which was like the bonus version of it, I believe. Is that on Apple Music? Because I don't feel like having to dig around for everything. Because I just want to make my life fucking easy. I'm a dog, and I eat that oh, they dog got Pluto food. 3D, so that counts. Well, it's the same shit. So, Pluto 3D came out in 2012. So, yep. So Pluto came out in 2012. Astronaut Sats came out in 2012. Free. Okay. Yep. Now. Okay. Now I'm trying. Now. Okay. I got the order together now. So yeah. So Pluto had the future is now, which was fire. You deserve it. I remember and. I remember the first time I heard you deserve it. I shed a tear. <laughs> he shed a tear. I shed a tear, my nigga. You deserve it. That like I dead ass shed a tear. I was like, yo, this nigga on a different level, bro. I felt the I felt the emotion. It's not a lot of trap niggas at that time, even still, who could embrace the emotion. Of what Future was giving on You Deserve It. Future gives that type of energy all the time. All the time. But all I, the time. That was one of the, that. But like, this is me entering my future standship here. So I'm entering it here at this point. Because a lot of you know, other stuff. You know, I, when I, you know when I hit my future uh, stand uh, stage, bro? What? All, all the lights. Not all the lights. Turn on the lights. Which is on this album. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Which is on this album. Like, like I'm just telling you guys, I listened to the album. First Class Fights was decent. Jealous was a fire-ass song. When I heard Turn On The Lights, G. Once again, this is, <laughs> this is 2012, by the way. So if you know, 2012 was that year for me. If you've been listening to this podcast, 2012 was no, that oh, year yeah. for me. <laughs> I felt that shit, nigga. <laughs> Man, I felt Turn on the lights, G. I felt that shit. I Turn shit on the it. lights was heavy. It was, G. That's what, like, it took five songs into this album be like, this nigga, I, I'm here. At that point, I was searching his back catalog, G. So, then we had straight up, My was decent, same damn time. Uh, Never End, which was decent. Uh, Tony Montana, Magic. Uh, I don't remember that Homicide song with Snoop Dogg. Oh yeah, 3D had a. They added a bunch of fucking features to that album, so that's what I'm like. Uh, he had a song with Sylvester on here. We don't honor that here. Uh, Long Live the Pimp with with Trader Truth was fire. Astronaut Chick was decent. Truth Truth Gonna Hurt You is very underrated. G. Mm-hmm. That that that's when I realized how toxic this nigga future could potentially be was when I heard Truth gonna gonna hurt you. I'm like that's a toxic. Just listen to the title, bro. It literally. <laughs> um, and then it ended with Go Harder. Th- I knew Future was that nigga. By the end of this, I was already listening to like sh- the back catalog. Well, so I was, then I was, I was a fan, bro. Like at in- this point, instantly. I was like, like at that point, I was like, I got to go to the back catalog, G. So then, uh-huh. after that, uh, I think 
we get free band FBG the movie and when did Honest come out? 2014. So yeah, so it's FBG the movie comes out. FBG movie made me into a was when I totally turned into a stand. I turned yeah. into a stand after I heard FBG the movie. Uh I believe I have that on my phone, but let me just go on that piff to make my life easy. FBG the movie. Like what? Here we are. I'm like, gee. So, FBG movie had For Real with Drake. I remember when I put you guys onto that song, we was blasted nine fucking stop. <laughs> well, for real. Yeah, for real. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I, like I played, we played that out so much. I don't, I really don't even care for the song no more. But it's also, in terms of Drake and Future collabs, I kind of put it towards the lower tier. It, it was towards the beginning. So yeah, it was the beginning. But you also got to remember Tony Montana as well. Yeah. So, but for real, uh, CeeLo with Wale's decent. Mark McGuire, I shed a tear. Hey, I shed hey. a tear. Look, a lot of tears has been shed listening to this dude, man. Look, man, now, I'm not ashamed of it at all. Thug tears, man. Thug tears. These matter. are legit thug tears. Cause now this might sound wrong. Oh shit! Here we go. It, it will sound wrong. But FBG the movie was so heavy in my rotation, G. I listened to it everywhere. When I was walking I believe to it. work. When I was walking, getting off. Actually, out. that's when you had your iPad, right? When I had my iPad and I was also working at GameStop, I believe. So Yeah, bro. I was I, on I everywhere. I used to have your iPad, bro. I used to see your music, bro. I know. I know, bro. You knew. Trust me. You I knew. knew. I know, but I didn't say nothing. But I knew, knew, bro. But also, gee, I was listening to this album going to fucking church. (laughs) It was that serious, man. Bro, this is how much I love FBG the movie, bro. I love that album. Mark McGuire is a very underrated future track. Karate Chop, before Lil Wayne fucked it up, is an epic future track, G. He didn't have to drop the Emmett Till line. It was unnecessary. This is my thing. Everybody was mad when Wayne did that, but I'm like, y'all act like y'all don't know how this man get down, bro. Wayne is literally going to say anything. I know that he that he could. I wasn't mad at and it. come Me, up with. It's like I wasn't surprised. I'm not. Gonna, I wasn't I was mad at what Wayne, but it's like that was also the very beginning of sensitive times among the community. That's all. That's always a sensitive topic. But yeah, but no, like that was the beginning. It's like Wayne. When it comes to music, Wayne doesn't care about uh, like socially correct things. Yeah. It's like when he's rapping, none of that even exists. Only thing that matters is how cold of a metaphor would this make. <laughs> and if it, if if it, if it. Uh, if it, you know, it's up to par, then he's going to do it. Yeah. But, like I said, this ain't for Wayne, but we're talking about uh, future. So, yeah. So, Karate Chop, Bitches Love Me, Fire, 
Everything Ours was fire. Chosen One was a summer anthem. Chosen One was a was a summer anthem that summer. Chosen fire. One, yeah. <laughs> uh, then we had Back at It, DNA, Whip Game was decent. Uh, Finessing was decent. Uh, See It to Believe It was decent because he some reason had Cisco on there. He was just there. But Cisco mm-hmm. got clean the fuck off on there. And then Bug- for some reason they had Bugatti on here. <laughs> and, Bu- and Bugatti, Future got clean the fuck off on Bugatti. Let's just keep it G real. He got clean Future the fuck off on Bugatti. got straight off on Bugatti, bro. I would go to Bugatti and just go to Future's part, bro. Literally. Even though it was most of the chorus, but you know, he was in the chorus, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Future was the chorus. That's a, that's that's probably the only reason I listened to the song. G. At the time, I ain't gonna lie to you. Yep. And then after that, we had uh, another FBG mixtape. No, this was a DJ Esco tape, which Future was heavily involved in. Uh, Black Woodstock. Black Wood. Hold on, what was on Black Woodstock? Cause I think that is. <laughs> Blackwood Woodstock is that on that piff? Black Woodstock had keys. We made our own. Big take this for granted. Nothing was really on here that I gave a damn about. No, they had nothing on there. It was the one after Black Woodstock, which was No Sleep. Yeah, No Sleep. Because 2013 was another mixtape year. But at this point, also as a reminder, he was dating Sierra around this. He was dating and or engaged to Sierra around this time. Just so people know. Mm. So we got to get some we got to get some context here. He was dating Sierra here at this point in time. So uh, let's go ahead. I think No Sleep was was the better one. No Sleep. Which was Future and DJ Esco. He had um, No Sleep. Club on Smash was fire. Mason Margiela was fire. Uh, Shit Remix with Drake. No Choice. It was something on here that got played to death. Drake Shit Remix. We played that out too. No, it was on GT. It was on fucking GTA Five. Uh, I don't remember what song it was. I don't know where it is. It is what it is. But so Black Woodstock, no sleep. So then Honest comes out. And people. This was not feeling. Yeah, this is 2014. 2014 is also the beginning of Niggas Thought Future was dead. Because of honest, but we're gonna look at honest. I'm gonna give you guys a very honest take on honest. No I think some niggas is capping when it come that out. Honest was not a bad album, but the nigga was in love. Oh, that's so bogus. <laughs> he was in love. That's so bogus, man. We're not gonna do future of how we did Eminem. Why can't? Oh, it's on my library. So I'm like, bro, I, I'm trying to get to the damn album. Oh, feature. Honest. Damn it, Apple. So anyway, Honest comes out. That's his second uh, album itself. Like, at this point, 
he has mixtape galore, shit like that. So then his second mainstream album, people were looking forward to it because Future has a really decent buzz, rap-wise, on the streets, all of that. Like, he's everywhere. He's starting to get everywhere. He's doing college features, all of that. So we have Honest Drop. Look Ahead, opening is the intro track. Look Ahead is a really good song. It's a good song. T-Shirt is a really good song. Move That Dope, I love that song. I love Move, I love move That Dope. That song got played out. Move it did dope. get played off to hell. It did get played out to hell. I ain't gonna cap. But I love Move That Dope. My Mama is a really is my favorite Mother's Day song. My mama is a very good Mother's Day song because you can sit there when he says my mama ain't raised no hoe. That's something your mama should be proud of. I that was love my part. <laughs> that was my part. Like literally, that was, G4. That was my part. I like dog story time. <laughs> Me and Kenny. On Mother's Day, we would go when when we go over her mama's crib. We would have played that song. Her mom would be so disgusted. <laughs> I know Kenny's mom, bro, and I'm I'm yeah. young bogus for playing that around. It was Kenny's idea, not mine. But hey, but wow, y'all wild. Bro. We was very wild, but but hey, <laughs> but it's a great Mother's Day song, regardless, because she ain't ra- my mama ain't raising no hope. So, hey, uh, honest. I don't remember the actual song, honest. And to add that back to the playlist, bro. Thank you for reminding. Oh yeah, that that song itself was actually decent. It wasn't a bad song. Well, um, it was a decent song. I won with Kanye. This is two niggas happily at this stage, happily in love. Kanye was goo goo gaga over Kim. Future was allegedly still goo goo gaga about Sierra. It makes sense for this song to be what it was. This song has aged poorly as of August 13, 2021, because both of them niggas are miserable. It be that way. But I did like the song because I did make it somebody's ringtone at once upon a time. So See, you can add me like to that lump of sorry it's, saps. It served its purpose. It served its purpose at the time. So moving on. Never satisfied Future and Drake. We will sit down and remember that we never got the full version Never Satisfied. We only <laughs> got a snippet. We didn't get the full version until two years ago. Until I two years. We had. I still play what we had and I played it over and over. But and bro, over. I will sit here and say I still think the 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 unfinished version is better than the finished version. Oh, of course. I don't know why. It just it's just that feeling of incompleteness that makes it hit better. So I be you. That was kinda ass. Covered in money. Eh. Special. Eh. Ben's Friends is really good. Blood, Sweat, and Tears. I don't remember that song. Big Root Speaks. Anytime Big Root Speaks, you listen. So that's fire. I don't remember Side Effects. Okay, the second half of this album's ass. 
outside of the, the, the deluxe edition yeah deluxe edition yeah the deluxe edition has karate chop remix which we already know Lil Wayne ruined and shit yeah. So the second half of this album is shit. So it so I get in that aspect, yes. You can be very critical. It is a very critical album. So after this, and honest comes out on April twenty second, twenty fourteen. Then we get to start as I would like to call it Prime Future. Where Future was arguably had one of the greatest runs in rap in a two-year period. Maybe, and some people still say it goes on to this day. But he had a such a strong two, three-year run where the man w- went through his rabid-ass mind. Because one, Sierra left his ass. And he was in such a dark place where he just did nothing but make fucking music. What else? That, and my boy drops on October 28th, 2014. Monster. Oh, yeah. Monster had Cody and Crazy, right? Monster had everything. It, it was the Cody beginning. Cody and Crazy hits different, G. Hold on. Now we're about to... Because Apple Music don't have the, I don't think have the full version. So shout out to that piff. We it opens up with radical. Is, is this around the time he technically got went sober, but he didn't he didn't um no he didn't uh no. announce it. No, allegedly. Who cares? I don't give a fuck honestly. So anyway, monster, the intro, very good intro. Literally just stated how niggas say he f- fell off after Honest, you know, all of that. Stuff like that. Then, we get Radical. The ignorance of the production and the 808s and the bass and everything in Radical changed my life. It changed my life, bro. Mm-hmm. Changed my fucking life, G. Then Monster, the, the, the single track. Great. Greatness. It's just the way of fucking life. He's a monster on these hoes. Then we got Abu's booming intro. Shout out to Abu. Been around for like since the earlier mixtape days. Fuck up some commas. One of Future's biggest uh, hits. Then throw away. What version are you looking at? The deluxe? That piff. Oh. I'm on that piff, so it's the original version of the mixtape. I don't trust Apple. Uh, so. You definitely took them songs off Apple. Yeah, I Apple didn't know, don't I have, didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, Apple don't have the full version, I think, because of sample clearances and shit, so. I definitely didn't know that. Like, we got to talk about the original work as it is, so shout out to that piff. Throw away, even though at this point I was very happily in love and life, when I heard throw away, I felt every word 
every fucking word, G. Mm-hmm. Because and then it was just the it's a beautiful song in itself. And niggas gonna sit there and say, How the fuck you say a future song is beautiful? It's an honest song, ass song because the two halves of it, G. Like it's so like the it's 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 it goes through the process of a man going through heartbreak and how he heals from it, G. The very beginning, man is he's cool. He's he's cool. He don't give a fuck. He's probably at the parties, getting at living his best life and shit, you know. And then the second half, the whole tone of the song changes. It's the reality, a man going through the reality of heartbreak, hurt, and just admitting to his wrongs and just saying, you know what, it's okay. Go ahead and fuck that nigga and get it over with. But come back to me. That's one thing I always appreciate about Future Bro is the, the genuine... Uh, I can't hear you. You sound far away. Can you hear me now? No. Sound like as if you took your mic out or something. I don't know what you did. You might want to pause it. All right, we're going to take a quick break for a quick second. Pause. And what happened? What's All right, up, there yo? we go. There we go. All right, you good. You good. Is it better? Yeah, you good. You good. Is it better, Is it better now? Yeah, you good. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. So. um, What I was saying was what I always liked about Future was his uh, genuine, raw, and uh, unfiltered lyrics. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of times, you know, people be afraid to admit certain things or say certain things or they kind of like talk around the bush or they are they are uh talking cold they won't flat out say what it is you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. future would he, he he'd tell you like it is not to be cliche but like literally that's what he'll do and you like that's what you want to hear in music anyway exactly and mm-hmm. this this is why i really was i felt when future has these type of songs Yes, the shit is ignorant as fuck. Like, who the fuck says, I came home late from a menage? Who the fuck says that? And I still want you to take me back. It's cool. Who says that? Who says, go ahead and fuck that nigga get over with? It's cool, but I still want you back. It's the truth, though. It's the truth. It's the the raw truth. And he's saying it in his way. It's ignorant as shit. But it's so, that's what, it's the appreciation of it, bro. It's the appreciation yeah. of it. So, but, um, but yeah, so throwaway, you know how we is about that. After that, featuring Lil Wayne, really good track, really good Lil Wayne verse. My Savages is probably one of the greatest trap songs of all time. It doesn't get enough credit. I know we talk about Codeine Crazy a lot. I know we talk about Radical a lot. But, G, My Savages is a very fucking beautiful song, G. Very beautiful. Tupac, really good. Gangland, fire. Fetty, fire. Hardly, beautiful song. Wesley Presley, decent. Showed Up, decent. Mad Love, decent. And then it ends with Codeine Crazy. Perfect. Perfect ending. Perfect ass ending, G. Perfect Shout out to Future. And this was just the fucking beginning, G. Oh. It, it was just the beginning. 
Because then in January, this nigga tag teams with Zaytoven and gives us Beast Mode. Now, I'm be very honest. I'm not the biggest fan of Beast Mode. We got a guest star on the uh, podcast today. Hey, he'll be uh, young trail staff here, man. Pain, pain is in the building. I just want you know to say, saying? I just want to say, I was listening to to uh, Hater I Love It by Fifty Cent in the game, and I found out that Fifty Cent Mama was a bull dagger. <laughs> yo, I got yo, I I got the sense of that. <laughs> hey, we, we got just... the sense of that because you, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> Oh man, okay. Yeah, yeah. When I make that day trail sense of compilation, G is gonna be funny as hell, bro. I'm like, dog. But, but yeah. So Beast Mode drops January. Man, tag teams with Zaytoven. Like I was saying, I'm not. I'm not. Me personally, I'm not saying that Beast Mode was trash. But among the big three trilogy, Beast Mode is my least favorite. But it's not trash. So we got Ooh, Future Scooter, Layup. Ain't You a Juvenile is very underrated. I feel like that song don't get talked about enough. No Basic is fire. Um, Peacoat, decent. Just like Brothers, I don't give a fuck. Where I came from, I don't give a fuck. Real Sisters is decent. And Forever Ever was really good too. Yeah. But Beast Mode, short, sweet, to the point. So then. Beast Mode. Oh, after he, they had lost that flash drive. Yeah, exactly. The reason why we got Beast Mode was because DJ Esco fucked up in Dubai and had to spend 56 nights in jail and he lost the flash drive. So we needed yeah. something to hold us down until 56 nights come out, G. Yeah. And then on March 21st, 2015, DJ Esco and Future back with another one, G. With 56 fucking nights, G. We get the now intro. I, to, we get the free at last introduction. This, bro, I was oh, away to school, man. G. You know, all I'm going to say is... There were real tears coming down my eyes, G. When 56 Again, nights the, came out. The tears, the tears don't stop, G. The don't stop. I believe bro. when I first listened to it, I think Kenny was next to me, G. I believe she was. You can ask her. She might remember. I don't remember. But I think she was. And she and I was just like, yo, this is beautiful. <laughs> Man, look, I had a headache. I had a headache from banging my head to March Madness, bro. I remember the headache to this day. That's it was a we have to really spend a moment in time for March Madness because when March Madness came out as the single, before the mixtape dropped, March Madness was the single. G. I you was know, I like, had a G headache, bro, because it's a point in the song, and then he pulled like a Kurt Franklin or or uh, Byron Cage or something, bro. When you think the song about to go off, and then he came right back, bro. I remember the headache to this day, bro. I was going crazy. No. That song, no, and I'm not even capping. That song is on rotation to this day. Mm. I, I'm, I'm not talking about, oh, what's in the playlist? It come on randomly. No, I will play it 10 times in succession on purpose to this very day. I, like, you know, I was just listening to it the other day when I was driving home and I came back to Chicago, bro. Dog, 
March Madness, there was a point where I had to listen to March Madness five times a day, G. <laughs> five times oh, a day. Oh, my God. For real, bro. Like, that's how impactful March Madness was for me, G. It's just an epic-ass song. Now, I will say it's, now it's Now, I ain't going to sit and say it's Future's best song, but it is one of his biggest songs. Because everybody ran that shit to the ground, G. Future, he... You could tell the man was evolving, bro. Like, G. It, that was different, bro. Was that March Madness era was different, but let's, get, let's talk about 56 Nights. Finally comes out. Never gonna lose. Greatness. Purple coming in, G. Greatness. Diamonds from Africa, G. Yeah. Is one of that the best the produced songs for a car ever. <laughs> when I listen yeah. to that shit, I have to go 100 miles per hour, no matter the <laughs> car. Tell the police officer, like, bro, you don't hear us on the radio. Did right you now. not just hear? You just chased me down because of that song, too. You are just much in fault, officer. And I get beat down. <laughs> about to be a hashtag but it is what it is but I love Diamonds from Africa that's one of the best cartoons ever now is decent no compadre was decent March Madness speaks for its fucking self yeah. the March Madness going to trap niggas is one of the best transitions ever G every album got that good, that, that one good transition and it's definitely just definitely one of them. One of the best transitions in music history, G, is March Madness into Trap Niggas, G. No cap. No cap. And the fortunate part is we don't give Trap Niggas the credit that it deserves because that is a fire ass song too. So then we have fifty six nights the song itself, which was a good song. Future was in his shit, G. But then oh, niggas yeah. had and then it's mugs wonder like yo what, what can future do fucking next you know what can he do next the nigga said it wasn't over i'm not finished yet g hold on wait a minute thought I was he's not done because you know why 50 i mean not 50 dirty sprite fucking two yes two july 2017 2015, even though I had the shit probably like two weeks later, because this is prime an album leaks on Twitter two, three weeks beforehand, and you're blasting that shit at ignorant levels. But I want you to know how much I gave a fuck about Dirty Sprite 2. I want you guys to understand. I bought that shit. There you go. That's a real fan right there. I man. bought that. I bought it. Because you know why? I felt like this nigga couldn't do no fucking wrong. And he didn't. Hey. That's a real fan right there, man. Support your artist, man. Shit. Exactly. It is well fucking deserved. It was one of the best. Dirty Sprite. Dirty Sprite aged well, too, bro. DF2 aged well. Dirty well Sprite. G. That whole. The summer of Dirty Sprite 2 was wild. Because one of my biggest regrets was not going to the Chicago. Uh, he had a Chicago listening party. I'm, I regret not going 
because this is when I first started working at Adidas. And also, yeah, this was the, this was the summer of me starting working at Adidas, G. I was playing that shit every day going to work, G. Every day. We was closing up shop. I'm like, yo, y'all got the Bluetooth? Hey, play that fucking Dirty Sprite, G. We gonna be out here by 1030. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. only right, G. Only right. But, Dirty Sprite 2, G. Moment. Thought it was a drought, G. The greatest opening line in rap music history up there with I fucked your bitch, you fat motherfucker. It's up there. I thought it was a drought. But to open the story, up the line. The story behind that song is legendary in and of itself. It is. Just the fact that he opened the line by saying, I fucked your bitch in a Gucci flip flop, bro. That line, Gucci sold out on flip flops. The scammers were stealing them flip flops. Everybody had Gucci flip flops by August. <laughs> Whether they were real or fake, you had Gucci flip flops. I wished I was able to get a pair of Gucci flip flops. I still want Gucci snow goggles. Why? Because I just want fucking Gucci snow goggles. It is what it is. That's a different story for a different day. But as a but when it comes to that thought it was a drop was just that like that's a great opening opening track. I serve the bass. I serve the bass. I serve the bass. The bass. Go crazy. That song's so hype. Where you at, future and Drake? Fire. Probably one of the few times where Drake got the best of future in terms of their collaborations. Groupies. Uh, we already know. <laughs> oh, yeah. We already know. Well, where we get into we, that. We'll get into that. We get we'll into get, that. We're getting, and that's next, I believe. Groupies. <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah, Decent. Little one. Great. Slick talk. Fire. Freako. Fire. Rotation. Greatness. Slave Master, fire. Blow a bag, fire. Colossal, doesn't get enough credit. Rich sex, an okay song. Blood on the money, fire. Trap niggas enters the scene, fire. Percocet and stripper joint is a really great song. It doesn't get enough credit. Real Sisters, fire. Know the meaning is a good outro track. Then throws fuck up the commas because this is early streaming era. So it's just like, hey, I need I need to uh, get them numbers. DS2 is a special project, G. It's special. Very yeah, fucking special. Fuck them commas, hey, play that shit. Ouch. All the way. Like, that was an era, G. That was a... 2015 was a good summer. That was a really good summer. Then we go to What a Time to Be Alive... Which comes out. <laughs> it's funny as hell. What a time so, to be alive, featuring Drake. What a time to be alive, featuring Drake comes out 2015. I don't know why who credit they give for this because it's funny as hell. Uh, who cares? But what a time to be alive comes out. I also bought this. You did? <laughs> yes, I bought DS2 and What a Time to Be Alive. I, I just needed it. That shit, G. So, shout out to you, man. 
I, I this I, I was I was not captive for future. If he, if it was purchasable, I was buying it. So this is where I would sit there and say future dang near committed homicide for ninety percent of this project, G. Because he dragged this nigga Drake. <laughs> He didn't have to do my man's Aubrey like that, bro. He dragged this nigga, G. And you, it's it's not and not because it's like, oh yeah, he just had to get Drake up out of here. It was like, for one, Drake wanted to work with Metro so bad, but yeah, met, those I Metro beats it. were sometimes beating his ass <laughs> in some of those songs, where like he when probably had to get in the studio, but like this is my yeah. best take. Diamonds dancing, Drake floated. Yeah, we now. Nah, yeah, that's one. That's why. Drake. That's why we say ninety percent. Floated on Diamonds dancing. Broke both of their ass floated. They both Diamond. floated. That was one of the few times where I was like, okay, it was equal. But let's go ahead. Digital Dash. That's probably one of the most nastiest watches I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Like, drag that nigga. Big rings. Future drag that nigga, but not badly. Life on the gutter, future did his thing on there. Diamonds dancing. That drag was nasty. You talking about this or dash? Live from the gutter, that drag was disgusting. Bro. Gee, because when I say future got off on, he spit on gutter, that nigga. I want to know. I want. I want another conversation they had with each other after the release of this album. Oh, when when he heard future's verse, like, you know what I'm saying? I want to know. Like, gee, Drake face had to be like, I know I could do. Then we got Diamonds Dancing. We already talked about it. Scholarships. Decent. Class. Scholarships. Drake floated on scholarships. Yeah, Drake floated on scholarships. That was when Drake started. He was he was able to catch hey, up with hey, the beats. Hey, man, you ain't finna watch me on this whole album, man. <laughs> He's like, well, okay, I'm catching up with these beats. I'm, I'm getting there. Well, Drake wasn't going, but when scholarships were going to he went crazy. Drake got off on scholarship, yeah. bro. Uh, plastic bag, funny as hell. You got has Drake, Drake floated on it? Float, he did. And then that just the fucked up part is that has led to a moment where Kenny would tell waitresses after I give them the tip, as in money, put it in a plastic bag. <laughs> I was like, why? I can't take you nowhere. <laughs> That's wild. Very wild. At, after they walk off, like, what the fuck you? In the plastic bag. Like what the bag. fuck? But pick up all the cash. Like goddamn. But yeah, moving on. I'm the plug. I really don't remember. It. I'm the plug. Really young the plug. Really young the plug. Really young the plug. Oh yeah. I feel like I was one of the weaker songs on the project. That's just me, personally. Uh, Change Locations was decent. Jumpman. Fucking Jumpman. Drake, Drake floated on Jumpman, too. Yeah, he, he's yeah, a Jumpman. Yeah, towards the end of this album, bro, Drake wasn't going. Yeah, Drake <laughs> Drake caught up towards the end. Jersey. Not going. Jersey was decent. 30 for 30 freestyle. Drake did his thing. So, and literally... He's son Tiger on thirty for thirty freestyle. So, yeah. So then, 
we get Purple Rain, I believe. Purple Rain came out in. Did, 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 did. Damn, this nigga has so much fucking projects. Let me just let me just say, Purple Rain is my favorite mixtape by Future. Now, Purple Rain is towards the end of the rain, but it doesn't get enough credit because I think Future really went back to his old bag. A little bit on purple rain so a lot of people don't give it like if you was a new future fan you was like what the fuck is this literally there are people like yo what I, i'll never forget on twitter like it was so many mixed receptions to purple rain i was just like yeah i'm not gonna listen to this let me give it a day for i listen to this because y'all niggas is tweaking but purple rain had all right which was decent wicked which got played to death uh, Never Forget was decent. Dripping was good. Inside the Mattress is a fucking great song. Great mm-hmm. song. Hater shit decent. Salute is decent. Bye Bye is really freaking good. No Can Charge, you, Fire. Bro, I, I play Salute so much, bro. I play Salute out. Oh, yeah. Salute. Bro, I don't know if you remember when I was driving, I had the Chevy Cold Boat, bro. Salute would be at high volume. Salute was is a very is one of those you have you you can't appreciate unless you're in the car. And then you know they he re-released it on Apple Music and they changed he changed the song. Up. Yeah, the, the sample sampling reasons, so it didn't hit the same. Nah, it wasn't really it wasn't wasn't nothing was really different about it. It was more so he he mixed and matched the verses and lyrics. You know what I'm saying it's still cold though. But when I first heard Salute, bro, I would not stop. I couldn't stop playing it. Yeah, but that was fire. Bye-bye was decent. No Charge was decent. Run-up was decent. Perky's Call-In yeah. was fire. Run-up was decent, too. Uh, Perky's Call-In was fire. I don't know why it was just fire. Purple Rain was fire. Purple Rain is just very freaking underrated. It doesn't get enough credit for the greatness that it was. Gee, did the White Sox just game these niggas again? Oh, no. This is the replay from yesterday. I am about to say, yo, what the fuck? But, um, <laughs> I am about to say, wait, hold on. Did they just game these niggas again? But, uh, but yeah. Purple Rain, fire. It doesn't get enough appreciation. So then, Future takes a little break. Because uh, it's just like, yo, this nigga's just every fucking way at this point. You don't want to get... He understood fatigue happens and all of that so honestly he hasn't dropped a mixtape since purple rain what what will be considered a mixtape so then we go back to albums 2016 he drops evil oh yeah that oh my god that one and this is around the time he was releasing stuff like bed bug bites like right next to each other I wouldn't not not really because this he started putting gaps between shit. This is when it was really gaps. Wait, I, evil, hold on. yeah, because Purple Rain came out in September. He took he didn't drop nothing until February, which Evil came out in February. No, I'm not talking about it. it ain't start with Purple Rain. I'm talking about Evil. Start with Evil. Oh yeah, even then, after Evil, he he's it was really gaps in between shit. It was gaps really? like yes. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Oh no no no! Um, within the same year, he dropped within the same year. 
But yeah, like you started putting Purple Rain and Evil stop drop within the same year. But when did Evil drop? Evil dropped like five months after. And then when did uh when did Future drop? He waited a full year, damn near. Man, why did this seem like that was so close together at the time? No, because I remember I was like, because that like even Nick, I think even Future said he was he was taking a break. No, I'm saying why did it seem like it was so close together I at don't the time? Know. I, I really don't know. But uh so evil drops. Uh with evil I feel like you can just hear the fatigue a little bit. You could just hear it. Like I'm not gonna say it was bad, but it was also like you could just tell not every song hit. Like Ain't No Time was decent and her mouth was decent. Maybach was decent. Zanny like all these songs are decent, but it just didn't hit. Lil' Haiti Baby's a fucking amazing song. Photocopy, decent. Seven Rings was just the flex song. Lie to Me was good. Program was decent. Low Life was okay. Uh, and then Flash It Only is fucking amazing. So, but you, it's, it's a, I don't know. You can just hear the fatigue by the time we get to Evil. It's just a lot of fatigue. So then, we get a full year legit a full year and on my birthday this nigga drops future lucky bastard i know i shit and i was like this nigga gave me a birthday album bro i was i shed a tear g so and this is a factor we didn't get no new no new future for a good year yeah a good year so Rent Money, Fire, Good Dope, Fire, Zoom, Decent, Draco, Fire, Super Trapper, Decent. Power of Attorney is another song you don't appreciate unless you in the car driving 100 fucking miles an hour and you're not giving a fuck. Yeah. Great song. Mask Off was good. Got played to death, though. High Demand is a very is a very underrated future song. Out of Time, Decent. Scrape, Decent. I'm So Groovy, Fire. Might as well, decent. I got power. Hey. Popping tags, doesn't get enough credit. Massage in my room, decent. Flip, decent. When I was broke, that's Nick's theme song for some odd reason. (laughs) I don't know why. It is what it is. Fizz did a sweep. Beautiful ass song. Used to this, decent. And Extra Love, Future, and YG, and I Don't Give a Fuck About That Song. So then, we sitting there thinking, oh, man, what else can Future? Like, I remember hearing, like, oh, Future's going to drop something the next week. And he does. And he drops Hendrix, which is personally my favorite album. Uh, DS2 is his best album. But my favorite is Hendrix. Because my man went from saying, hey, all right, man. I got y'all on the, I gave you the, the street shit, the trap shit. Now I got to hit you guys with the, with the R&B pop shit, G. It's only right. My collection, fire ass song, G. To start Hendrix. This is when I knew this man was on his toxic shit from the jump. With my collection, G. Pure toxic. Oh, they got nothing to do with my little child. And this is when he was also openly dissing Sierra and niggas, and niggas would argue on the timeline for like 50 days about the shit. Uh, 
but my collection was fire. Coming out strong with Weekend, way better than the other song that they had as a collab. Looking Exotic is fire. Damage, fire. Use Me is a beautiful ass song. Beautiful. Incredible. Fire. Testify. It just hits. Testify. Decent. My favorite song off this uh, album, I know I'm going out of order, but I just got to say it. Um, where the hallucinating. hallucinating. Oh, yeah, hallucinating. That song it was in rotation when I when we first moved into this apartment here. When we first moved in here, I had I played this every single day. It was funny too, like I got high as fuck one day, but that's a different story. But hallucinating, <laughs> so nostalgic, bro. Because I had just moved, I had just moved in, I had just fixed up my room, put these lights here, came home high like almost every day. <laughs> good, good time, good time. That was that was a hey, hallucinates a fire ass song. Then we got test fresh air was my favorite song for a good minute. G. I'm gonna need fresh air. Yeah. Like I was seeing that, and I'll just be like, yo, it's just it's been too long. Like dang. Then it became a legit a theme song at one point, but it is what it is. <laughs> Never miss a loss. Is a very is another very underrated feature song. Keep quiet, decent. We already talked about hallucinating greatness. I thank you, decent. New Illuminati, good song. Turn on me, selfish. Turn on me, go crazy. Turn on me, go crazy. Turn on me is fire. Jesus, that's toxic as hell. G. The nigga talking about new good girls that's gonna turn on me. Like, nigga, what the hell? <laughs> Sick Negro. <laughs> so then, so then we got Selfish with Rihanna. I like that song. Selfish with Rihanna is a really. Henry Brown has a really good chemistry when it comes to making music. Really good chemistry. That's fire. And also uh, is one of the... Yeah, you said, yeah. yeah, it's a really good song. Solo was decent. Then we got Sorry, which is okay. Pie Future and Chris Brown, which I don't give a fuck about. And You The Bass Future and Nicki Minaj, which I don't give a fuck about. So Pie, that song... It keeps trying to play in my rotation, bro. bro same for me. That I don't know why playing, it, it it it's it's like as if it's that song has a deal with Apple, where it's like, oh, it's in your playlist. <laughs> I right, yeah, man, we're gonna bro, get it up in there. Like, I only have it in my playlist once, and it will literally play. It will try to play back to back. I'm gonna come like it's weird, weird as hell. So then Future Hi. takes a Hi. I think no Future doesn't really take a break. I think he did. But in between, I believe he did something with Thug. Yeah, he did Super Slime with Thugger, which I don't really care about. Wait, no, Super Slime had a couple of songs. It had a couple of songs, but I don't really, nothing really worth a damn. Uh, Then I think he has, does Wizard come out in 2017 or was that 2018? Wizard. No, Wizard uh, comes out in 2019. 2019. Yeah, it was so yeah, so yeah, Super Slime with Thug, which was okay. He drops Beast Mode 2, which was really good. 
He had World on Drugs with uh with Juice World. I never listened to that honestly. I never listened to uh World on Drugs. I never did. I mean, this is around the time I started isolating myself and listening to my own music. Yeah, <laughs> so so. Uh, I don't be really up to date, but I knew they dropped it though. Be small too, I because that's when I had dropped out, and I was back in the city. And Beast Mode 2, he released Beast Mode 2. And I would go, me and Elon would go work out, and we would listen to Beast Mode 2 on the way to the, uh, to the gym. Uh, then uh, Future Drops The Wizard in 2019. Oh, wizard. wizard crazy. That's the when wizard, I got to the ridge. This the is the thing. The Wizard doesn't get enough credit because I think he really showed out as a rapper here. Like He was rapping his ass off on here. And then he yeah. also had a, th- and then this also started the era of future talking about uh, pastors that were doing unholy things. <laughs> Never stop jumping on a jet. Come on, bro. Rocket ship, temptation, Fire. temptation. Pressed up, Pressed up bro. F was my I played, shit. I played this song so damn much, bro. F and N go crazy. All these songs. F and N, F the one that uh, F and N the one that switched up at the end, right? Yeah. Right, right, right. Bro, F and N was bro. He went crazy on F and N. Called the corner. Called the corner. I'm like a preacher. Promise you that is my song. Promise you that. Stick to the models is decent. Overdose, crazy but true. Swag over those, yeah. Crazy but true, this is my shit right here. Serving killer cam, yup. Come on, bro. Baptize, this my shit, bro. This whole, this whole album went crazy. Unicorn perp. Crazy. I think. Going dummy. I believe Wizard is very underrated. Yeah, because even it's, when it dropped, yeah, it dropped uh, before I dropped out again. <laughs> it dropped around that time. And everybody was just like, man, I don't know if I'm like, but well, y'all tripping, bro. Because I think the reason why, because he was more on some rapping shit here, which I'm not mad at. And it just showed like how much he has developed as an artist, but also as a rapper around this time as well. Because he was really <laughs> rapping his ass off for like future yeah. levels. He was really rapping his ass off, which is like in. a precursor to where he's at now. Because some of the shit he's been doing. But, uh. Yeah. But yeah, I, I have no like Wiz is very underrated to me. Then we have I think he hasn't really dropped nothing. Uh High Off Life was his last album and I'll put High Off Life as low tier future, to be hold on, honest. Hold on, don't 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 skip save me. Cause you already know we gotta Oh we yeah, gotta go with Saint Lucia, bro. I don't know, Save Me wasn't on the damn thing, which is stupid. So yeah, said, save me, Zanny, Zanny damage, Saint Lucia fire. Please tell me fire. This nigga sh- shotgun is epic. He said I cheated on her. She still feed me grapes, and then proceeded to add and proceeded to say on. <laughs> he said if she found out I cheated on her. She still feed me grapes. Feed me grapes. And ad was like, on oh, God, <laughs> <laughs> legend. Toxic oh, legend, man, G. We have to get that man. After I, heard th- after I heard that line, bro, I literally played that song 
literally, like you said, five times a day, bro. But it's also how he said grapes, G. <laughs> And you know it's crazy. It's like a double. It's like a double effect. Cause I think about the Chappelle skit. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> you guys want some grapes? Oh my god, bro. Oh shit. Yeah, St. Louis shit went crazy. Yeah, St. Louis. Yeah, like Save Me was really good. Shot to niggas. Then sampling uh, Sierra on Shotgun, and niggas was mad that he Hard. he sampled Sierra's. So I'm like, gee, he's giving his baby mama money. <laughs> what do you? Why are you getting mad? I was like, bro, y'all are mad at like, even though it is sick in the head, but oh, it's smart. It's smart because he's giving her money. <laughs> it's like, oh man, low key. Like, it is what it is, but yeah, Sammy was decent. And then uh, what else? He then High Off Life came out. I don't like High Off Life like that. You know, not like that. It's it's good. It's it's okay. I don't say it's good. It's okay. Like it has some good songs. Like Trapped in the Sun is decent. Touch the Sky is decent. Crazy. I love Solitaries. Solitaries is decent, but Travis Scott did his thing on there. Hard to choose is crazy. I don't really care for Trillionaire. Up the River is decent. Too comfortable. I don't remember. All, All bad, bad is not. I didn't really care for. Like it's a lot of songs that I don't really care for. Well, life is good, you know. Yeah, well, life is good. Played itself out. <laughs> <laughs> like that played itself to, to God out, bro. So it's, not, it's nothing we can really do about that. And then he I had to. Uh, yeah, and then, and then he had the project with uh, Uzi, which is really freaking good. Which I think is probably his best collaboration uh, project because him and Uzi has a crazy, a really crazy uh, chemistry. Um, so. Let me go to my favorite songs, bro. Now let me tell you something. Marley on me. Marley on me goes crazy, bro. They snapped on Marnie on me. Yeah, definitely did. Like Marnie on me's fire. Like everything. Like this is a really freaking good project from start to finish. Yeah. From start to finish, this is a really freaking good project. It, we don't got to go every song with that one. Uh, and I think, but we also got to talk about some of the future features between, like I think, last year and now. Part of me is still one of the greatest things that ever happened. Part of me, I don't know why he decided to give us that verse. He could have said that for his next album. But he just decided to give us part of me, bro. Like, that, that verse, man that went on part of me. me. That verse in and of itself needs to go platinum, like double platinum, bro. That is one of his best verses ever. That's that's how hard that verse goes. I heard Cousin show me that when we was looking again. When we was looking for uh, apartments, <laughs> and he showed me that song, and I'm just like, I couldn't even say nothing. I couldn't even say nothing after I heard it. I just had to hit replay, and then proceed to replay it every single time. And the crazy thing is, I kind of like Lil, uh, Lil Yachty's verse, bro. I, I, I rock with Lil Yachty's, uh, he got off. But I would legit skip to, <laughs> I would legit skip to Chris, uh, what's his name, Future's verse, bro. I'm 
bills up, I serve on my weed. You pull out that lamb, I got somewhere to be. Come on it. She like, hit from the back and go deep and go. Come on it. She on it. We on it. They on it. Crackadile spilling all over the bird. Bottle on bird, could have went bottle verb. Sipping on surf, grab my coat, turn the verb. Part of me, I got my savage on feet. Swapped out the AP and bought the fleet. But gets on her ankle, she bought so we meet. Fix up a season, she went through the beat. Double my cup, then I'm going on the E. Alright, man, look, G. <laughs> King! Oh, man. man oh, bro. man. Like, G, I feel like we had, we're going to have to wrap it up. That's the best way to wrap it up is to the Pardon Me verse. Even though he has a crap, like, a lot of his verses this year. Gucci Buckethead was crazy. Fire. Turn Gucci the Club Buckethead. Up was fire. Yeah. Like, he, Future ha is. Like this year, just in terms of 2021 and late 2020, feature-wise, it has been nuts. Yeah. And I'm talking about verses, not hooks. Verses, this nigga's getting clean the hell off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but hey. He's he, he in his bag, bro. Hey, man, my man's is in his bag. I don't care when he drops another project, because I know that shit going to be fire. It is what it is. When it comes to it, I'm excited for it. I'm happy that this dude is just still active musically. He don't give a fuck about nothing. Right. <laughs> he, that nigga <laughs> li li literally, bro. Literally doesn't. Like, y'all get triggered when this man does toxic things. And it's just like, look, that man is not my idol. But musically, I enjoy what he does. I yeah. just enjoy it. In terms of music and his land that he made for himself, definitely one of my favorite artists, bro. Easily. Nice. Like, he does what he does well. And even when you're kind of fatigued, it's like he just comes out of nowhere and just tries something a little different. It's just like, gee, musically, he's very underrated, I believe. Yeah. Like, he finds ways to just reinvent himself or just give things a fresh look. And if you don't fuck with it, then it's just like... So the fuck what, but somebody else will. Yeah, fuck. For sure. So it's just like, and that's one thing about Future that doesn't get enough credit is his musical mind. Because he finds ways to keep stuff fresh. Like, it's really tough for me to sit and say each project looks or sounds the same. It don't. Each of them have a unique take about itself. And that's the dope thing about this nigga. Is that. Is that each album just feels unique and different in its own way so that's how it's supposed to be that's how art is just supposed to be it's not supposed to be the same thing and it's like you're supposed to take the the um you know the quote-unquote fall off you're supposed to take that mm -hmm. not and not having a fall off is not the goal the goal is to have a fall off that lets you know that what you're doing has came to an end and now it's time to reinvent yourself exactly. you don't ever have to go through that as an artist then you're going your career is going to die it's going to yep. die it's yep. like you know snakes shedding their skin bro has to happen it has yep. to happen got to but yeah so let's go ahead and wrap this episode up make sure you follow me on twitter at deep underscore chris underscore j follow chaz at chaz vibe on on everything follow me on on twitter chaz vibe everything twitter Instagram, TikTok, I'm gonna be posting a lot of more rapping videos, freestyles, uh video snippets, um, all that stuff. Uh 
musically, I'm gonna have some music for y'all. That's the promise I can make. But in terms of when it will be coming out, I have no idea. <laughs> no idea. But I got. I'm gonna have content for y'all, man. But continue following your boy YouTube, Chaz Vibe, C H A V C H A Z Space V I B E. All the smoke videos still out. I need my viewers to go up. I gotta get famous so I can buy my mama a house. Come on, let's go. So, uh, yeah. Exactly. But uh, and follow you tweaking media clearly you are because you're watching this of course but follow you tweaking media on all platforms watching us on youtube like comment subscribe make sure you check out all the other content we got on the youtube channel there's plenty check it all out because hey we also need money so i could buy my mama a house and so i could buy myself a 1969 dodge challenger so i could be happy with myself in life uh and if you listen to us strictly, make sure you hit that uh, subscribe, follow, and button. Share. Above all, share. Share my shit. Share his music. Share all of it. Because, hey, why are you hiding greatness, my nigga? You wouldn't hide greatness. You got to let greatness shine, my nigga. So shine. Yeah. So let us shine. So, but yeah, so thanks for listening. And peace. Peace out. All right. Mm-hmm.